Thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Friends from Far Away podcast. I am your host and the keeper for this session, Keegan. And last time, our brave adventurers found themselves investigating still in the small town of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Bryn, Daniel, and Deborah all found their way going to Bryn's home in order for her to perform a ritual of sorts to track down and see who the culprit of the supposed summonings of the trolls in town is and where they, where they are located. Bryn was able to speak to her shadow and saw a vision of the kids at the soda shop in town. And in particular, she zoomed in on this head cheerleader-looking girl, who we later learned went by the name of Sydney. From there, the trio went to the said soda shop to investigate further, and soon lost track of the kids and went their separate ways to continue the investigation. Bryn and Daniel went to the abandoned library, where Daniel confronted Bryn on whether her magic would be reliable or glitch out on them again next time she tried to use it. They ended up finding a grimoire with some pages missing, and Deborah, on the other hand, continued to the school following the trail of, of Jake and snuck inside no problem. However, w w upon eavesdropping on the kids in the auditorium, she made a ruckus, getting tangled up in the stage curtains. The kids discovered her and knocked her unconscious. And that is where we currently are. The time would be probably around four o'clock in the afternoon. Remember, sunset is five o'clock, I believe we established. And Bryn and Daniel, we're picking up with you guys in the library. So you were flipping through this gr grimoire with the page missing that you found you don't know what the missing page says obviously but as we established there are a bunch of runes and that same some of that same mysterious language is scribbled on the inside of this book what do you want to do uh, well i was gonna try to use some magic to maybe recreate the missing page to figure out what was on it or it, and if not that find out who ripped it out yeah. Okay. Um, I would allow you to use try to use magic for one of those effects, and you could try it for the other thing after that first roll to determine if that worked or not first. Okay. So I can choose one effect, try to see if that works, and then try the different thing I want if it doesn't. Correct. Yes. And if you, I'll say this, if you get like a perfect and no glitches whatsoever, you could potentially do both effects at once. Alternatively, if you do disastrous on it, you could accidentally end up destroying the grimoire. Okay, I'm willing to take that bet. Alrighty, so go ahead and roll 2d6, and it's magic, so that's going to be plus weird. Okay. 14. 14 total, wow, astronomical, cool. Okay, I'm going to say you get to do um, the effects then. So which one are you going to try to be doing first? And what does this look like? Describe it for me. What are you doing to the grimoire? First, I'm going to be flipping through it quite fast until I get to the open where the pages are torn out. And then I'm going to put my hand where the pages are torn out. And as I raise my hand, the page is going to build itself until I can look at it. Like you're recreating the page? Yeah, like recreating a hologram of the page and kind of going into a trance to figure out who tore it out. I like this. I like this a lot. Okay, so I say, like, the dust and shadows in this old abandoned library begin swirling around uh, you and a Agent Mayfield as you are flipping through this grimoire. And sure enough, the dust seems to recreate an outline of a page with the missing writing on there. You can't read it because it is in that runic language. However, Agent Daniel, you are more than able to read this. And upon looking at it, you see that what it seems to be breaking down is this missing page has the spell and the proper ritual for what you need to do when carving um, those other runes into somebody's bed frame to have them be targeted by trolls in particular. Okay, this is interesting. Was there was there any runes on the uh, the victim's bed? Yeah, I told you that as soon as I got out of the house. Good. Okay, because this this page is basically instructions on what to do to target someone specifically using trolls and these runes. Okay. Ooh. So, this is not just a random attack by trolls. This is a murder with trolls being the murder weapon. Yeah, whoever... Who, so, someone obviously has knowledge of this. Someone wants revenge. But... It's going to be hard, because... 
this victim, she was she's very popular and she's very she she could have a lot of jealous people that she doesn't even know. Or it could be close to closer to home. So, um you said with a total of success I could possibly do both. Am I able to see who tore out the page? Yes. You the dust as you guys are discussing this, you uh, whip up the dust again, and the shadows and dust swirl around, and you see it, an outline of that same high schooler girl that was hanging out with the other two students in the soda pop shop. Okay. Um, it was Sydney. Sydney? Yep, it was Sydney. So here's the thing. I don't think the other people of the group knew that she targeted Caitlin specifically. I think she is just going to say that it was just the magic going wrong or something, but she did this specifically, and I don't think the rest of the group knows, and maybe we can use that against them. Okay. So, oh, man. Wait. Where... At this point, I've slammed my hand back down, and the page kind of disappears. I close the book like it's normal, hand it over to him. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this on, on me. It's safe. I'll keep this safe. Oh, God. Excellent. Okay. So Daniel is holding on to the grimoire. I have a question for you guys. Who has the pendant currently? The pendant that was found with the troll or by the troll lair. I know Deborah picked it up and I believe they handed it over to you, Bryn. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if you kept it or if you just kind of used it for the ritual and then gave it back to them. I think I just used it for the ritual. Um... But I think I just left it on the table. I kind of forgot that it was there. So if no one picked it up, I think it's still back at my house. That's what I thought. And that's important for me to know and you to find out. As you guys are sitting here in this library talking, and I assume quietly amongst yourselves, it is on the kind of abandoned part of town, but still you don't want to draw too much attention. You hear the that front door that had that uh, old like rusty chain on it. You hear that rusty chain moving and like skirting skittering across the ground as though someone like kicked it out of the way and you hear the front door creaking open can i try to use my magic to hide both of us in a corner in the dark yes what yes so go ahead and roll for that and then we'll see what happens at that point 10 okay on a 10 plus the magic works without issues and you're just wanting to hide yourself in the shadows around you guys okay yeah i kind of want to like swish my hand around and make a cloak of shadows around both of us i like it yeah so you're able to do that you reach into the shadows around you and grab onto it and kind of pull it in close around you guys like a shroud and you two are literally hiding in the shadows as you see and hear the grunting of a troll that's come inside the building. We didn't see any runes lying around, just the book, right? Correct. Are there runes in this building? Just because we didn't see them doesn't mean they're there, so are there? As far as we know, they're not. <laughs> well, you can do read a... One of you could do read a bad situation. I'm going to say, Agent Daniel, you do it, because Bryn just did the magic to envelop both of you in shadows to hide you guys from the troll. So for now, you are hidden. But if you want to know more about the situation, roll for read a bad situation, which would be plus sharp, unless you have something else that says uh, to use in that um, place. I, I have zero. I, I No positive, no negative when it comes to sharp, so I guess I, I can do that. I'm going to say you have a plus one on this just because uh, Bryn did help you out by hiding you guys in the shadows so the troll doesn't see you. So you're able to, while staying in this okay. spot, look around the room still. Mimi, when you said... Okay, well, never mind. Uh, a nine. Total of nine. Okay. On a seven to nine, you get a hold one. So you can ask one of these questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? In this case, you would be the victims. So I have the thing pulled up. and I'm trying to read the questions. So... Best way in, no. Best way out, yes. Are there dangers we haven't noticed? Not sure if that's relevant. What's the biggest threat? No. Uh, What's most vulnerable to me? 
Not right now. We need to no. know how to get out. <laughs> What's the best way to protect the victims? Which is up. Okay, so what is my best way out? Um, I will ask that question. Best way out? I'm going to say you have two options. First off, let's establish this. As long as you guys aren't moving yet, you are invisible. But the troll is smelling and clearly does smell you in here and is looking for you actively. So there's that threat you have to deal with the best way out would be through the front door looks like the obvious way out but you have a memory of that first troll den that you found outside of that cave how it looks like obviously the easiest way out would be through the the woods in that obvious path and you think no if we went through the front door just like that path the troll would probably catch us however another way out would be through one of the windows keep in mind um now that you ask that question you get a plus one ongoing ongoing for this scene while that information is relevant so you asked what's the best way out so if you do something to try to get out through the window you have a plus one on that which would be an act under pressure most likely Act under pressure okay so that would be cool i have a plus one on that Okay. If you say if we move, we will become not invisible, right? We will become visible. Yeah. Is there any so we, it, when you say move, does that mean like move out of somewhere or just like move your arm and you become visible? H how, what kind of visibility are we talking about? If we move out of an area or if we if we just move my arm slightly up, does that and that reveals me. Like, if you're, like, in between two bookshelves right now, I think as soon as you dash out from between those two bookshelves, you're going to be in the fading sunlight at that point. Okay. Is there any way to... Is there, Are there anything on the bookshelves that I could grab? Um, it was pretty barren. You could take off one of the shelves if you wanted to use that as like a makeshift bat. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking for a bat. I'm looking for a distraction. You are holding pepper spray. I gave it to you. I, I know, but I wanted to go investigate a sound away from us so that we can jump out the window. Ooh, I might be I might be able to make a distraction. That's that's kind of what I'm going for. Like, you know, throw a pebble across the room and have it go investigate that corner. Just just something. Can I try to use magic to make it sound like someone's screaming by the front door? Or a whimper. Or a whimper? Yes, yes you can. Go ahead and roll to use magic. Twelve. My goodness, you're really good at magic. Which is unfortunate because it would be so fun to mess with you guys at any point you're using magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this case, that successfully worked and you hear a... <laughs> in the outside of the building near the front door and the troll turns around and starts barreling towards towards the front door and out and onto the side of the building what are you guys doing now the troll is no longer uh, in the room so let's barrel out out uh of the building through the window yes yes please okay both of you need to act under pressure plus one because you are doing the thing that you asked about earlier, which gives you that advantage on that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that would be a plus two because I act under pressure is uh, a cool roll. So, and I have a plus one on cool. So, is that a, a 2d6? Yeah, 2d6 okay. plus cool. Okay, so that's nine. Okay, I have a total of 11. All right. Uh, for you, you do what you set out to do. So you're able to run and jump and you launch through that, that glass pane window. And Bryn, how did you do? I got a 10 total. You also are able to jump out. Which of you jumped through the window first? Um, he did. I, I'm, I'm going to say me because I'm like bigger. I'm going to say I can take some damage. Yeah. Some keyword yeah, definitely. So you take, uh, I'm going to say, one damage from that, from just jumping through the glass. If you have any armor, that probably that definitely soaked it up if you had any armor on. If not, I'm then not you just... I'm not sure if I did. Then, if not, you just had took one damage, and you're able to get out with minor scratches, and you guys are able to keep running through the forest, and you... What are you doing now? The troll is on the side of the house, and it definitely... 
on, on the side of the library and it definitely heard the glass breaking and you heard it grunting and moving to like run around the side of the building it you guys i'm gonna say like jumped out the back side whereas it went through the front you jumped through windows in the back to get out of there okay so it can't catch both of us at the same time here my question is is it trying to protect the book because if it is i may not be the best person to be guarding that book if it could track the book it would have found us to despite my shadow shield thing well mm, true true okay so mm, you can smell us uh, we don't have time um, to talk let's just uh, run in separate well, directions well, do I we, grab do we the run together do we split up um okay we run together and i try to make a false path with magic try to confuse the thing so that it has a harder it time tracking us Mm, mm, it can smell us, but okay. Well, maybe magically I can make a smell trail. Yeah, that'll. You can try to do that. Let's see what happens. Go ahead and roll. Use magic for this. Eight. Wait. Somehow I wait. Wait. I wait. Guessed that no, boat. nine. But that's not. This is the same. So. Okay. So you choose one effect and a glitch. So you wanted to make a false tra smell trail, and I say you do do that. However, I'm going to say the effect is of short duration, so you bought yourself a minute at most to throw the troll off your off your scent. Like, you just created, like, a little shadowy ball of perfume, I guess, masking your guys' smell as you guys start running through the forest. Are you staying together, or are you splitting up? Uh, we're going to stay together and just keep... Maybe run to so we we can't keep running in the forest forever. We have to at least get back somewhere safe. Yeah. Um. Uh, is your apartment? What about your apartment? Is is yours that's, like that's secluded? We need to get near people. Maybe. All right. Uh, pfft, town hall. Maybe I don't know. Let's just go to town. All right, town. Town <laughs> it is. Okay, so you guys take off heading towards town, and we cut away from you. And we, the camera zooms out, sweeps over the town, and it is beginning to be sunset now, and we zoom in on Deborah, who finds themselves tied up with, you wake up after being knocked unconscious with a cloth over your head and rope tied around your arms and legs that you can feel. And you do hear some voices talking. All right. Well, this is a predicament we have here. <laughs> uh, can Deborah see anyone around? Not currently. You do have a cloth over your face, hiding your hiding your head, like oh. a, like a like a rough sack or whatever, like a potato sack over your head, basically. Okay. Um, but the voices don't sound a little bit far off from you. Like they're still nearby, but it sounds like it'd be in another room or about like ten or so feet away from you not super close i guess but you hear them saying basic you hear them talking like this shut up if he wanted to leave us so bad it's that's on him it's not my fault he wanted to go back and look around the library besides we we already got what we needed we don't we don't need the book anymore well well maybe jack jack's right maybe maybe we should figure out how to stop this no why would we do that haven't we killed enough we haven't killed anyone. Right. All of them had it coming anyway. What what's a big deal if a few a few of them got in the way and got what they deserved? Y you can't seriously think that, Sydney. Shush, you idiot. God. Besides, you know what happened you know what happened to to Zach to and to Caitlin? Th those were both accidents. We didn't I didn't mean for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you didn't, and that's probably why Jack doesn't think he's going to be next, because he's definitely not going to be the next one, am I right? Shut up! What are you doing? They're just bickering back and forth at this point. I'm going to say... So Deborah overheard this, so yeah, she pipes up her head and goes, Wow, sounds like y'all have trust issues. You should break up. What? I, I thought you knocked him unconscious. I, I mean, I did. Her! It's and her! And they're getting... <laughs> They're getting closer to you, and you feel um, somebody grab you and, like, push you further onto the ground, and they kick your stomach. Did I take any damage from that, by the way, just so I can have that on my sheet? No. Okay. 
after being kicked on the stomach, can I try to shapeshift into a moth and just kind of crawl out? So they just kicked you into a moth? Yep. Okay, so you did level up, which we did off mic last time, and we're going to start doing that on mic. So you chose the shapeshifting, which allows you to have... What is the wording of it? It says you have two forms. It doesn't say a limit. It says you may change your form usually into an animal. Decide if you have just one alternate form or several and detail them. You gain plus one to investigate a mystery when using an alternate form superior sense. Example, smell for a wolf, sight for an eagle. Okay. So you as the moth woman, that's probably obviously one of your forms. The other form is human. And you're wanting to be able to turn into a moth. Yeah. Okay, sure. They kick you in the stomach and you turn into a moth. Ah, what the hell? (laughs) And he tries grabbing you as the moth. Act under pressure. Wait, he's trying to grab a moth in a burlap sack? Is, okay. (laughs) Roll to act under pressure. You're the one who transformed. You're trying to escape. Am I trying to escape? That's a six. So if you weren't trying to escape, what was your desired effect from turning into a moth? To be small. Well, it worked. (laughs) Um, With a six, uh, mark experience. Man, you really like leveling up. (laughs) Fast pace in that. So with that, with a six, you, on a miss, things go to hell. So you go ahead and mess that up. You try turning into a moth. Um, and they see you like shifting. I think what they see is you shifting out of your uh, rope bonds, and they're like, "Ah, what the heck!" And they, uh, they he grabs you and like holds you in place and like throws you back onto the ground again as you were trying to shift. You, wow, become big, big again. You stay in your human form, and um, I think he rips off the burlap sack and goes, "What? Why? Why can't you leave well enough alone?" We were just trying to trying to keep the peace, and you had to get involved. Why 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 are you trying to make things difficult for us? Um, I just don't think young people should be dying willy nilly. Um, and it sounds like y'all have found yourself playing gods. So I'm just trying to figure things out. <laughs> playing gods? You hear Sydney speak up from behind Samuel. What would you know? We're better than gods, because gods aren't real. What we have is real. We found a book that lets us get away with whatever we want, and all we have to do now is get rid of you, and we'll be scotch-free, and no one will know. Alright. Get rid of me. I dare you. But you also don't know what I am and what you're dealing with. Um, on top of that, you just think you're going to be scotch-free and what, live a normal life? You're not going to feel any guilt? It sounds like your friend over here is starting to feel bad. And that's just going to keep carrying on and on. You can't just live as if there's no consequence. Roll to manipulate somebody. Oh, oh man, you wouldn't guess what it is. It's a three. (laughs) Plus charm? My charm is a minus one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, that's an... That's another experience point marked. Um, So you've offended or angered the target now. Uh, (laughs) um, They go, oh, shut up. You don't you don't know what you're messing with. As a matter of fact, as soon as we get that get that book back here, I'm going to hex you real good. You won't even know. Do you know what it's like to be able to control a troll? Do you know what it's like to lead a pack of trolls against somebody? And do you know what it's like to kill a troll? Because I've done that as well. Hmm. I'm sure you have. And Sydney turns away from you, and Samuel goes ahead and throws you on, uh, like, just shoves you a little bit, and turns turns away, and they continue talking amongst themselves. Um, looking around your location, you appear to be in a warehouse of some sort, and you can hear... You've been around town enough. I think that you can definitely hear, like, the blinking of uh, the crosswalk nearby. So you know you're in town somewhere from that. Okay. Um, And I'm still tied up? Correct. Tell me, uh, am I just on the floor tied up? Or am I, like, can you give slightly more description to that? Yeah, so you're kind of just against the floor in the back of this uh, storage unit type thing type 
place. Um, you, you see that it's not a big room that you're in. There's a couple of beanbags in here and like a TV. It looks like some teenagers like rent out this <laughs> uh, storage space to like have a little hangout spot and you're tied up in their hangout spot just on the ground. Okay, um, I think this would be an act under pressure, but can I try to, like, loosen the ties, like, behind my back secretly? Yes, you can. And would that be an act under pressure? Yes, that would. So that's a four. Plus cool. My cool's a minus one. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Okay, that is another failure. And on a miss, <laughs> things go to hell. So they notice you doing that again, and they go, hey, stop it. And they go over, and I'm going to say they punch you again and knocking you unconscious. You take another harm. <laughs> okay, I'm at five little boxes. You've leveled up again? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you've leveled up again. If You, you can look over that. We're going to cut away from you now and go back to the other two. When you wake up again, we'll see what's going on. Or maybe the other two will find you at that point. But you've leveled up again. (laughs) So you do that. And we camera zooms out away from you as you fall unconscious again. And we are back in the woods with Bryn and Daniel as they're running away from the troll. The troll is no longer directly on your tail. But it is is dark out now. What are you doing? Um, okay. I think we got away. But we need to find... Debra, <sighs> and let him know what we have figured out. <sighs> Debra, De- the m- moth thing that moth her. Yeah, Debra, Debra? our friend. Ma- yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she, well, she, uh, she, yeah. she, she followed a bunch of kids. I think. Yeah, last you guys know, she was trailing, uh, Jake. She was trailing Jake. Bunch of kids. Bunch, Jake, Jack, Jake, Jake, the victim's boyfriend. Gilligan. Uh, Jake Gillian. Jake, where's, where's he hang, um, God. (sighs) I need water after this. Where's, where's Jake usually hang out? What time is it? It's after sundown. And I'm pretty sure Jake's parents don't know where he hangs out, so. It's probably around 6.30 at this point. Uh, I'm just spamming magic today. (laughs) Should I try to use magic to track our friend? No, we we gotta do something more than that. Someone must have seen where Jake went. True. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, someone must have seen where a homeless woman with a lava lamp might have went. <laughs> True. So, I guess, are people on the streets? At this time, no. The place is pretty much quieted down. Everything's coming down to a close. You do see uh, one individual uh, coming back up the streets that it looks like connects to the abandoned library that you guys were on. Okay. Do we recognize this individual? Um, they're a little far away, but they do wear unmistakably recognizable football jersey. Okay, so that's, like, probably Jake. So, why don't we just hide and follow him? (sighs) Sure, yeah, yeah, you're, you're the master planner. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, can I try to use magic again to... Out. Well, isn't don't we shouldn't shouldn't we just instead of using magic and risk something shouldn't we just like we came out of the forest right? Yeah. So let's just go like back to. So there are buildings right around us. Yeah. Couldn't we just like hide behind a corner? Yeah. And just yes, wait you could do that. Okay. Okay. So, like, I guess we both want to hide to see who this person is and possibly follow them if it's Jake. Okay. So you're gonna go ahead and try to hide. Um, as you're doing so, you see Jake is in the middle of town. He gets closer to the antlered archways in the middle of the town square, and as you guys watch, you see the troll come out of the abandoned library on that part of town. And I knew. 
Oh, I think I thought that might happen. And it's coming closer to the town square where Jake's at. And you see it gets close to Jake in the park. And he sees it and he's not reacting or or anything to it. It doesn't look like he's taking notice of it. Okay. 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 So it's okay. like he so... looks in its direction, but he doesn't see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That the way you described it implied something else. So. Okay. Uh, so he he okay. So, um. I would like because this is my thing. W- hold on. Time out. Do normal people are normal people able to see that see these things? Who knows? Who kn- okay. probably the book? Great, great. You guys okay. didn't really have a lot of time uh, to like deep dive into the book. <laughs> well, I'm not. You, mm, it's, that's just a question. Can normal people see these things? Because if they can, then something's up. You would assume yes. Normal people can just see the strange phenomena happening. Okay. Okay. So. Could I try to, like, make the troll visible? With, no, with I, magic? I, no, no, because we would assume he's... It doesn't matter if he's invisible or visible. If he were to be visible, he probably just wouldn't notice it. Because to us, he think we think he, he's not just noticing it. It could be literally a snake on his on his foot and he probably wouldn't notice it. Okay, true. But what do we do? So, grab a... I'm going to borrow your... Uh, this is going to be... You're already holding my gun. I'm going to get your gun. I'm just going to just fire into the forest to get somewhat attention drawn to me. Okay. You, you, you are going to just run in the opposite direction of me. I'm going to run in another direction. Okay. You could do that. Okay. But before doing that, I'll give you the option of, if you want to get more information, you could roll to read a bad situation, if you would like to do that before taking an action. I would like to do that. I would. Okay. You can go ahead and roll plus sharp for a read a bad situation. Nine. Nine. Seven to nine. You hold one. Ask one of these questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? I would like to know what the best way to protect the victims is. The best way to do that would be to get the troll's attention, which is getting closer to him, it seems. And you guys can now proceed with Daniel's plan if you would like to do that. I would like to. If you'd like to get his attention, maybe I can get jack out of this situation um maybe uh but you know i'm kind of like a human that can only read languages so maybe we should switch we all know you're more than that i don't know that (sighs) okay (sighs) fine what do you want to do i'll i'll try to just distract the i can hide both of us You could okay. So what? Do we make the noise and hide ourselves? What do we do? No. I can do the distraction if you want to take care of Jack. Just don't shoot him. I'll. I won't shoot. I won't pull the trigger. Okay. All right. So let's go. I'm going to try to get the troll's attention away from Jack and run away, and then try to lose it in the forest using my magic again. All right. How are you getting its attention? I'm walking out, and I'm whistling at it and getting close to it. Okay, so you step out of the out of the tree line, it, and you whistle over to it. Um, the troll that was getting close to Jack turns, turns around, and I, it sees you, and it is looking between you and Jack right now. It's indecisive. Okay. I'm going to use Big Whammy and try to hurt it. Yes, okay. So roll to kick some ass plus weird. That would be a 12. With a 12, you successfully do that. So how much damage is that do? That's two harm that ignores all armor. Alrighty. Uh, you do that and the troll at this uh, roars 
turns towards you and charges you and is chasing you back into the forest where you are going to be trying to escape it at that point. And we'll get to that. Yeah, and as I'm running past, um, as I'm running past uh, Mayfield, I'm just like, thumbs up, like, go, please. Excellent. So she takes off past you, Mayfield, with the troll soon after her. Um, as soon as the troll passes, you're able to leave the shadow of in between the two of the buildings. And you see Jack still just kind of looking around confused because he definitely heard that. Uh, he's just looking around confused in the middle of the park, though. What are you doing now? I briskly walk towards him, uh, like like focused on him, and I say, Hey, I need to talk to you. This is very serious. I, I mean, sure, mister. Uh, who are you? My name is Agent Mayfield. I'm with the FBI department. I need to come. I need you to ask. I need to ask you some questions about uh, certain events that happened these last few days. A roll to manipulate someone. Yeah. If I'm right, um, manipulate is charm. I have plus one charm, so five, uh, twelve. Twelve. On a 12 plus, 10 plus, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. If you ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it. There's no way they do it. Um, I'm not going anywhere with you, mister, unless I see some identification. Uh, then you d that's perfectly fine. You don't need to go anywhere with me. You just need to ask me some questions. Alrighty. Alright. Alright. Fair enough. Uh, what do you want to know? Now, what do you know about the death of Caitlin? Are you really with the FBI? He's looking at you quizzically. <laughs> you don't need to ask his questions. That is, yeah, I, legally, I don't even have to tell you that I'm part of the FBI. I don't even have to do anything. I could just take you to the office. Whoa. Nah, nah. And just <laughs> set you down for questioning. But I'm playing nice. So. Alright, look. Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, I know, I, I knew Caitlin, alright? Yeah, and... Honestly, I don't I don't think you're going to believe me if I try telling you, sir. Try me. I've seen a lot of weird shit in my life. This is probably the least of it. <sighs> All right. It went down like this. And cut away from you guys and back into the forest where I'm going to need you to act under pressure first before you can try using magic. Bryn. Okay. That's a seven. Seven to nine, Keeper's going to give you a, a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. So you're running through the forest. As you're doing so, you're running through the trees. You can, you do see an opening where you can like go and hide in the shadows. However, I will say you also see a second troll that is ignoring you and the first troll. Like It runs past you guys and is you can see through a gap in the tree, is beelining it for that town square. So the choice I'm giving you is you have a chance to hide or you can try to go intercept that troll as well. Can I try to tr change the troll that is running away from me into a moth? Into a what? Into a moth. The one that's not paying attention to me. Can I turn it into something else that's not a troll? I am going to say that's not something you have been able to do with your magic before um the way your magic works it seems like it's been um using the shadows to like find something or create an illusion or a memory type thing you know you haven't your magic style hasn't really been transmuting anything so i think this would be very difficult for you to do if you want i would let you attempt it possibly but it would be very difficult and it may not have the effect you want keep in mind it is also a, a magical creature okay i have an idea but i will shut up if it's only between her and you if she asks for your help out of character then you can speak up um but when it's i i think when mm -hmm. it's just narrator with the individual that it's a decision up to them at any given point unless they are asking for outside opinion or help mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would like outside opinion or help at this point okay would it be possible to create an illusion 
on the other troll beelining it for town for the town have it look like you or you know just look like whatever it desires to kill so that the troll chasing you chases the other troll and kills it and it's an illusion it's an illusion yeah can i make the other on that line can i make the other troll think the one that's chasing me think that the troll that's passing us is actually me. That would be something, I think, within your realm of possibility, because we've determined you can create illusions, which is more on par for kind of your brand of magic. I think that would be acceptable. Okay, I would like to try to do that. All right, roll roll to use magic. That's a 10. On a 10, magic works without any issues. You go ahead and create an illusionary scent of yourself and place it over the other troll, and you jump into the shadows, I say. Okay. Actually, no. I don't think you jump into the shadows, because I gave you a hard choice, and you could interact with one thing or go to the other. So you interacted with the one thing. You still have this other troll chasing you, though. Roll to act under pressure again. If you succeed this time, then I'll let you hide in the shadows. No problem. Okay. It's an eight. With an eight, that is going to be a mixed success. So you jump into the shadows as you cast this illusion. Um, the troll running away from you doesn't, of course, doesn't notice that it's been has an illusion around it. The first troll that was chasing you sniffs, stops, and is a little bit confused. It doesn't fully chase after the second troll. It was on your tail, and it was convinced you were around here somewhere, and it's getting closer to you. And at the last moment, it decides it you're not worth it, and it turns a, turns away and starts running back towards the park as well. So it's following the other troll. Yes. Okay. And we cut away from you, and we're gonna go back to Deborah, who is waking up again. It looks like, and Deborah, if you're ready. Do uh, you want to go ahead and describe what you kind of went through when you were knocked unconscious? Yeah. So everything went black as she was knocked unconscious, and Deborah was brought back to the summer of 66. And mentally, she's just thinking, wow, I really used to be someone no one would mess with, but here I am, getting my butt whooped by absolute children. Children who don't know what they're messing with and will probably get into trouble. It's annoying. You can't change youth. And she's thinking and she thinks about the scene in 66 when she was the most powerful thing. She invoked fear. Um, And she thinks about just going out to fly some random night to get some chips. And making eye contact with a young girl and knowing immediately... That girl and her friends only knew fear. They were afraid. And she and Deborah was the most powerful creature then. And Deborah's thinking, wow, like, my life really has just resorted to being kicked around by kids. There needs to be a change of some sort. Um, and she's just kind of, like, pondering on her adventures. And comes to slowly wake up after being kicked by a teenager. And really quick, um, as I wake up, is there anything happening? You hear the other two still arguing and bickering. They're making note that Jake hasn't come back with the book yet at this point. And they're getting a little bit worried about that. And I'm going to say, if there's something else you want to do right now, we can do that. But I was going to jump over to Daniel real fast and then get back to you. Oh. Okay, yeah. Um, so Deborah will just be waking up and kind of turning into a steam pot. You know, just kind of like, what am I? And I need to be better than this. And that's kind of going to be like resonating with her for these next okay. couple minutes while we switch over to Daniel. Okay. If you're wanting to like invoke fear in these people, I would say you have the choice. You can either do a role to manipulate somebody like while turning turning it to the moth woman or else you could do uh, use magic at that point if you wanted to do that and we cut away from you deborah and back in the park square we see D- agent mayfield talking to talking to jake all righty i'll i'll tell you how it is then a few weeks ago my my friend 
Sydney got convinced us all to go snooping around in a couple old buildings around town. And as we went into the old abandoned library, we found this this old book, right? And it was it was weird stuff, man. Like I couldn't I couldn't make heads or tail of it or understand most of it. But Sydney, she's got uh, folks that are from what they always refer to as like the old country. And I guess she found some for dad's old textbooks and was able to translate most of it. And, you know, it's like, it was like witchcraft or something like that. We all thought it was a joke, not to be taken seriously at all. And lo and behold, we, uh, we did it. And we, we summoned a, a, a troll out, out of the portal. A couple of them. And we knew two things. We learned first how to protect ourselves and how to cause harm to others. And we can more or less tell these things to, to do what we want. I didn't, we didn't know they were going to kill anybody. We thought they were just going to mess with them, you know? Uh, but I guess that proves otherwise because it's gone too far now and... I think Sydney definitely has become unhinged. She she's taken it too far. It was meant to be harmless pranks. Most of them weren't meant to. It wasn't meant to go this far at all. I I promise you. I I never meant for things to get out of hand like this. And Sydney's kind of the ringleader. She um even when the rest of us were telling her no, don't don't do this, stop summoning them. She kept summoning more and more of them. And it started off with Zach, who spoke up a couple weeks ago, and Zach as you know, is now dead, Sydney didn't like him speaking up against her. And she then took it upon herself to cut out the other people of our group who were speaking up against her, and honestly, I think I think I might be next. And he finishes saying that, and you have a chance to respond. As much as I am hap- uh, you know, happy that you do feel guilt about this, but as the saying goes, good the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But we have bigger problems. You are the least of them. Trolls are the second most, and Sydney is the biggest of them all. So how do I stop Sydney? Does she still have this thing, this summoning? thing message inscription yeah yeah she does so she's the one who the at i was going to get the book to try to figure out how to stop it from what i can remember though so there's two parts three parts of the of the spell that works first is there's these pendants that you can make for yourself that'll protect you against any harm from a troll and all of us in the in this club you know have it have one of these pendants it's a and he holds up a very familiar silver semicircle with the octopus tendrils hanging down from it. This will protect you from from any of the trolls. And I know that there's the second part is of course like an engraving that you mark on somebody's bed. And then the third part is a special rune that you carve into into your own leg. Now, if someone does that, they become the leader of the trolls, but the trolls don't like that person, and they actively are against being controlled and told what to do. There's a bunch of warnings like that in the book, and I think Sydney went behind all of our back, and she she did that one, and that probably is why things are getting out of control now, you know? So, trolls don't be in, like being told what to do. How would trolls say, get rid of that obedience, if, if you'd know somehow? Well, I suppose if, in the same way that if somebody slept in the same bed that was marked, I think they would be in danger. But if you scratched out that marking, it wouldn't work, right? Right. Look, look, I, I know, I know I was next. I found the marking under my bed. I think that would have bypassed my charm, whether or not I was wearing it at the time. So I know Cindy has it out for me. I know she has it out for you me. You said there was a way to summon these creatures. Is there a way to banish these creatures i think the only thing tethering them here is our pendants i mean they're all five of us had had one we have the rest of them still in our hangout so they might so theoretically if we were to destroy them 
these trolls might be banished from Earth. Yeah, I would also guess that you pro we probably also have to destroy that rune that Sydney probably carved into her leg. What if we didn't have to destroy? I don't mean this in a way, but we're talking about creatures killing people because a, someone's jealousy got into their heads. If we were to get rid of the rune on her leg, whatever means necessary, would the would her control be gone? I don't I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> I'm not the one who was doing the voodoo. I just kind of was along for the ride for the for the prank of it, you know? Right. And as you're talking in the middle of this park, I'm going to say you hear a very familiar guttural snarl behind you. And you turn around and you see across the the park, standing underneath one of the ancient antlered archways, is a troll. This one bigger than the other two that you've seen so far. Oh. And as you see it, something in you clicks. You reach out to your right and you subconsciously feel yourself grabbing something out of the air. And as you reach and pull, you find yourself holding onto this large, entirely silver spear that you pulled out of the air. And that is where we're going to end our session. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Friends from Far Away podcast. I would like to give a special thanks to Emily for the use of her music for the intro and outro for our show. And if you enjoy listening to her music, you can find more of that at RollForFantasy.com. And if you like what you hear from us on this podcast, feel free to tell your friends about us. Um, that's all we have for now. And we will see you next week for what I believe is going to be the final episode of this arc. And after that... Well, you'll see what's coming soon. Farewell, and goodbye.